<laughs> oh, I love being an idiot with you. Amen, dude. That's just being right. with each other. For real. <laughs> this is normal every day. I'm just an idiot anyway, so. Me too. Welcome back, Bucket Busters. I'm your host, Tim Johnson, and this is the Busted Bucket Podcast, locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the City of Roses, City of Bridges, Stumptown, PDX. This is a show dedicated to Rip City and everyone who loves Portland basketball. Joining me is my co-host, the Bay Area Blazer, Rosa Panta. Look good, feel good, hot good, let's get it. Let's get it. Yes, boy. <laughs> Wait, was that awkward? Was that weird? Just, I mean, no. Oh, okay. Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> See, you, you fell off your game, man. You weren't on here the last time. I pod. know, dude. I was listening to your solo pod. It sounded really good, though, dude. It was on par oh, with everything dude. else I've heard. That's like kind of solo. It dude, was you don't have pod. to lie to kick it. <laughs> <laughs> I like what you did there. <laughs> yep, yep. You know, it was, it was cool. It was different. It was, uh, I... I don't want to say it was special or fantastic, but you know, it was what it was. Right. I hope our I hope our listeners uh, enjoyed it. Hopefully, we didn't turn off like all of our fan base. Oh, here. I'm sure they did. <laughs> I'm pretty confident they did. They did. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean they enjoyed it. They enjoyed it. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. They're totally out of here. Like nobody's ever gonna listen to us again. My comments my are open to interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight it sounds like it, right? <laughs> anyway, you're not well, alone. You're not alone today, brother. Awesome. I appreciate you. Uh, you know what? I wanted to talk to you about a few things. Just uh, we got a couple games to cover since the last pod I did. Um, Blazers Raptors, right? And the game tonight, which was a doozy. Yeah. Blazers Timberwolves. There's actually quite a bit to talk about with that game. Amen. And then. And then I don't. You said you listened to the show uh, that I did the last episode. I wanted to go over those mailbag questions with you because I, I think we got some pretty good questions. Yeah, so I, I'm I down. picked I picked a couple. I picked a couple to to carry over into this show. So, without further ado, let's go. Let's In get your it. words. Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's uh, actually, you know, I put the Timberwolves first. Let's let's talk about the Raptors. So the Blazers ended up winning that game, one fourteen to one hundred five. Ant continued his dominance. Man, this kid is on fire. Looks great. It seems like every game he's getting a little bit better. Like it, you may not see it in in the on the stat line, but there's something about his game that gets better with each contest, and and it's pretty amazing to watch game in and game out. Um, he ended up with 19 points and five assists that game. Nas, equally like they, I feel like they're they're on the same road together, right? And it's it's yeah. leading them to to newer heights. Like they are climbing the mountaintops here. Nas also had 19 points, seven boards, and he was plus 20, which was the best plus minus of the entire game. Yeah, I mean Nasir Little, man, that's that's my dude. That that is your dude. <laughs> That is your dude, and you will not ever let me forget it. And you know, you're you're right with this whole trajectory thing with Ant and Nas. Like they, they seem to be actually playing off of each other a little bit, which is nice to see. And also the fact that they both come with an extreme amount of energy is like refreshing to this team. And I think right yes. now I think the way that we're kind of 
beating teams is a lot of hustle plays, dude. And Ant and Nas mm-hmm. really add that. So it's well, been I a- think Ant and Nas really drive it. I mean, if you if True. you really watch the games, like True. it's Ant and Nas bringing all the energy because. Like, the other guys surrounding them, like, they're there, they're doing their jobs, but, you know, like, look, I, I don't want to bag on him too much, and I have bagged on him so hard in the past, but Nurk has really been playing great basketball. Yeah. Besides Nurk, in this latest stretch, what is it, like, seven, eight games? Um, besides Nurk, like, everyone else is just kind of, it, it seems like they're just kind of out there doing their jobs, right? Like, they're just out there, they're playing basketball. When the game's over, the final whistle blows, and they hang up their their jerseys and Yeah, home. everyone else is kind of right? steady. I think that's what you're trying to say. They're just yeah, kind of steady well, production. You know, it's 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 steady, but it's also, in a way, kind of stagnant. You know, and, and it's nice to see Ant and Nas coming out there to kind of drive that energy and, like, keep the motor going. Like, keep, keep the fuel you know, injecting into this team. And, and, and I know I, I'm, I know you had a little more to say, and I'm sorry I cut you no, off. No, no, you're fine. Just tell me to shut up. I'm, all I was going <laughs> to say is you're, you're absolutely right as far as whether you want to say steady or kind of stagnant with those other players. But it seems like the way that we've been winning games, it's going to be either an Ant game, a Nas game, or a Nurk game. But one of those three are going to have their stamp. And every once in a while, maybe Ben McLemore. Um, isn't it isn't it wild that we're talking about this right like we're saying those names right now and not the guy who just came back from injury seriously absolutely nuts and you know I put out a tweet on our um, on our account today basically saying that how dare you the Blazers <laughs> have quietly won seven of 11 games besides tonight now it's seven yeah. of 12 but you know amid all these injuries amid all these talks, we're still winning like people were talking about us tanking and we're winning it's absolutely nuts yeah man and you know one of the things that i had mentioned on my solo show was i wish that the blazers had a clear path right it seems as though they're not really sure which way they want to go whether they want to tank or whether they want to keep fighting for that play-in or or a playoff you know a decent playoff position it seems like they still don't know which way they want to go. And I think that's mainly because Ant only knows one thing, and that's how to ball out. Yeah. You know, Nas Agreed. only knows one thing, and that's how to play with tremendous amounts of energy and, you know, making the hustle plays to keep the team alive game in and game out. And Nurk just all of a sudden decided, you know what? I can be the best center on the floor. He was listening yeah, to some of our older pods, and it's all like, this guy Tim wants me to be the most improved player this year. <laughs> I did. He was my pick, man. I think that's why I've been so hard on him this season. You knew he had it in him. That's the thing. You knew he had it in him. He did. It's good see, to see him come like, out. So Yes, like when he's healthy and engaged, like if, if he's, as long as his mind is right. Right. He could be the best big man on the floor every game. I mean, yeah. with the exception of maybe a handful, but like he's he could he could show up against Jokic. He could show up against AD. He could he could show up against Aiden. Like he could show up against anybody. And it's it's just nice to see him, you know, finally pulling it together. The guys had like what was it like seven or something something crazy like seven six or seven double doubles in a row. Yeah, I think it was six, right? It was. Is I it forget. Six? I can't remember. It's one of those. But I, 
like to your point i think the key word is he could show up against these guys he's not going to necessarily outplay these guys because nurk definitely isn't an anthony davis he's not a deandre ayton he's not a etc nikola Jokic. Well, but the thing no, is is I mean, that he's close. gonna no, I'm just <laughs> but the thing is is that you want him to be able to hold his ground and make a presence that's all we've ever asked of him. We never asked him to be a superstar. We just Absolutely. asked him to be like, that third best guy. And he yeah, is showing that right now. You don't need right him now. to be an MVP. Yeah. You don't need him to be an MVP center. You just need him to be a good center. Right. And, and like you like you just said, like he is, he's doing that now. And it's keeping us, if not just keeping us in the games, like it's winning games for us. And, you know, I'm going to skip ahead. You know, the Blazers ended up, beating the rapper raptors 114 to 105 it was a good game oh yeah we didn't even comment um, on the game really i know man <laughs> uh it was it was a good game like the whole way through like the blazers just took it to them dude that first quarter where it was like <laughs> 24 to like three or something ridiculous we just kept the gas on which is exactly what you want to do to these teams that you jump ahead with you know because you could get you could relax especially with young people like ant nas right even mm-hmm. bench mm-hmm. players like mecklemore maybe they'll relax but we didn't right. and which right. is really really encouraging so props to the blazers man absolutely it, it was a great game uh you know they they let the raptors come back a little bit but they, they ended up holding them off and finish, finishing it out i felt like we we're gonna win though even though they did come oh, back absolutely a little bit. i mean yeah. you could see it you could see it anyway what i wanted to transition to since we were talking about nurk is the game tonight Ooh, yep nurk first of all phenomenal game it was a great loss um the blazers ended up losing tonight yeah 109 to 107 great loss per se per se it was yeah i mean it it, it's a loss that you you take on the chin right like you can you can take that one yeah um the team battle but what i was most impressed with since we're we were just talking about nurk the man played with five fouls for quite a while right and he didn't foul out he played smart. He, he was making smart, heady plays, and he wasn't going after the, the dumb fouls, like the, the retaliation fouls or like the frustration fouls. It, it, it was refreshing to see. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to credit Nurk. Maybe that this is some maturity that we're seeing from him. Um, mm-hmm. We could see a lot of maturity in his game, so I wouldn't be surprised if he's just starting to understand his importance um, to just being on the floor. Also, I'm going to credit Billups here because there's some accountability. If you send someone out there with five fouls, you got to let them know, like, hey, you got to you gotta not get that sixth foul, man, and you got to be in his ear, and I'm sure Billups was. So so credit to both of those guys. Yeah, absolutely. I think Billups coached this, this game really well. I think he's actually been doing a pretty decent job, to be honest. Yeah, with the, with the cards that he's been handed, I mean, a lot mm-hmm. of teams would be tanking per se right, <laughs> right. yeah it right be, exactly it would be tanking and you know, it's, you know we're right in the thick of it right now if I mean, we're going straight back to that that four-letter word tank right yeah. like it's 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 so perplexing to me like what do you do what do you do as the blazers and you know what i want you to hold on to that <laughs> yeah though. let's hold it for the mail hold bag. on to that because that's that's coming in the mailbag so let's let's talk a little bit about this game um, we had some probables going in. Rocco had an injury to his finger. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. with his ankle, Little with his, with his knee. They all three played. played. Yep. Um, the ones we knew were out were Dame, Nance, and Zeller. And it sounds like Zeller 
uh, just had surgery on his knee as well. So he's probably going to be missing some more time. I think it said six to um, eight weeks. So I, I wouldn't expect him back until after All-Star break, for sure. Yeah, agreed. Um, but, you know, let's let's talk about our two our two studs lately. Anthony Simons. Okay. Seven. He had a, he had a stat a stat line of 17, four rebounds, seven assists. That is great production for what is this? His like third year, fourth fourth year, fourth year, right? Fourth year. I mean, that's he's been averaging. What I think they put up a stat on on the during the game. It was like he was one of five players averaging like 25 something points and and was like seven assists per game over the past 11 games that's nuts yeah you said one of five right one of five players yeah Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was it was joker uh um i'm not even gonna try to get this oh yeah it was joker trey luca um luca and ant (laughs) (laughs) wait wait wait. it's coming it's coming uh and you know, it was somebody. Somebody. <laughs> Nemenya Bielitsa. It was it was definitely a guard. <laughs> I will say that much. Yeah, dude, Ant <laughs> Ant played really well this game. I like the way that he defended. I know that he kinda had a heartbreaker goaltend at the end of the game. Yeah, but you love him going for it. Yeah. Uh, I mean he was did, almost there. That did hurt. The thing, that did hurt though. The big part that I loved was to tie the game he made a great assist right to Rocco's bed brat sorry bread basket and Rocco yeah. just misses the layup man he missed it <laughs> we should have done more warm-ups seriously I'm not rubber down. baby buggy bumpers <laughs> <laughs> but Ant misses it I mean not Ant Rocco misses not it Rocco yeah you know he's it's kind of it's, it's it's disheartening to say but don't you kind of expect that a little bit. Are, are you starting to expect that from Roko? A little bit. No, the, the automatic thought I had was the way that Nas was playing this game. He had 20 points, eight rebounds. The way he was playing this game, I feel like he would have been in Roko's spot. So if Ant would have tossed Roko or Nas this ball, his jamming that thing, like his dunking it, or well, he's you're, laying it up nicely. And you're saying that, and this is for anybody who missed the game, but. You're saying that because Nas went down in the in the second half with a kind of a scary shoulder injury. It didn't seem like much in the in the replay. It looked like he got tangled up a little bit with Cat, and maybe just mm-hmm. tweaked his shoulder a little bit. But he went down to the ground like in severe pain, so much pain that he cleared. He basically cleared the bench. The bench. Oh yeah, the, the entire bench, bench. Oh, yeah. came to go check on him. So yep. it was a scary little shoulder injury. But what's surprising is that. He came out like he was Paul Pierce. <laughs> no, he didn't come out <laughs> for in a wheelchair. That, for that last possession. <laughs> and he was back in the game. Yeah. yeah I, but and, it was scary. And, you know, was scary. I, I'm glad he did come back. But I think you might be right, man. I mean, especially the way that Nas was playing. He was he was a, a definite dominant force on the court tonight. Um, he was he was in every play. He was, again, the, that energy, the hustle guy. Um I think you're right, man. I think if it was Nas, that would have been an easy, easy in, or I mean, dare I say, even a monster dunk. He would have dunked that thing. (laughs) But Nas, at the time, I think he had the most points in the game 
with he 20 did. points when he went out. Um, mm-hmm. And let's see his stats here. He was shooting. He was actually tied with Nurk, I think, wasn't he? Yeah, tied with Nurk. And he shot 63% and 66 from three. So he was on fire, man. He was doing his thing. He was. He was having a heck of a game. That's for sure. Um, Nurk was having a great game. 20 points. Yeah. 14 boards. I mean, the need I say more? Like, this guy is playing <laughs> great basketball. I'm not going to keep beating this to death. But Agreed. Nurk is playing phenomenal basketball right now. And you love to see it. Love to see it. You know, let's talk about a couple of guys who, well, let's just start with one. We already mentioned his name, Rocco. As of late, he's been playing better. Am I am I wrong in saying that? As of late, he has been kind of kicking it up. With the exception of the last two games, I feel like these last two games is sort of what we've expected of him, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But before that, I want to say he had like a five or six game stretch where he was just shooting the lights out. He was shooting doing the lights out, playing great defense. Um, you know, even even he was, you know, putting in those hustle plays like Nas. I feel like Nas is kind of rubbing off on the rest of the team a little bit. Yeah, agreed. Um, you know, it. I, I can't help but think uh, CJ comes down. Ties the game. There's like what ten seconds left. Yep. Um, then you've got the the goaltending call on Ant. Right. And now it's time for the last play of the game. Rocco is inbounding the ball. What happened there? I don't know. That was that was an errant pass though. It it did not hit him. Hit Ant in the chest. If you I feel like if you hit him in rhythm, he's gonna nail that three. It looked like he threw it away from Ant. Right. right. Which was weird because Ant was moving one way and he it's like he threw it behind him. Yeah, I don't know what happened there, but it was not a good pass. But I can't help but think that if if Rocco hits that inbound pass, it's game over. Yeah, I agree. I think I think Ant nails that. But so not, I'm not, a not to biased. put the onus not to put <laughs> not to put the onus on one player for for this loss, but it seems like if we just if we just executed at the end there, right? It would have been it would have been a different story, or at least you know it would have been a, a better possibility of a yeah. different story. But also, I feel like, and I need to go back and rewind the game a bit. But I I feel like the buzzer didn't sound before Nurk got that shot off. It was it was pretty close, and I feel like the, if the officials wanted to, they could have called that foul. What do you think? I think so. I think so, but I mean, Blazer fans have been—we've been suffering from the calls of refs for years and years and years. So, are we surprised here? Probably not. Probably sure. not. Yeah, you got a—you got a decent point. Yep. But uh, and then the last guy I want to talk about is CJ. Man, what is going on with CJ? I think he's just getting back. He's just finding his rhythm. I'm. Yeah. I want. I see where you're going here. Like you want me to be a little worried about CJ <laughs> but it's gonna take some time dude he's been away from the game for a, a long time right yeah and it's gonna take a while to get back into the rhythm of the rest of the team I mean his his dude Dame Lillard isn't even playing in the game so the person that right. he would work off of isn't even there so now True. he's gonna work and- with a whole new cast the only person that he's really played with before is Nurk 
and Roko, and right? If I can add something so. to that, I think I, I had read something earlier in the day or, or yesterday that CJ, or maybe I heard it on the last uh, broadcast, um, CJ, when he returned, he told his teammates, you guys keep doing you. You you guys right. found like the secret sauce, so keep with that secret sauce and don't adjust just because of me. Don't don't play for me. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm wondering if that's what, just what's going on, man. Like maybe yeah, maybe CJ's trying not to be CJ. Yeah, I mean, I still see moments where CJ bees is CJ. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But we don't we don't need to go down that path tonight. We don't have enough time. Deal, deal. But uh, that's probably part of it. I mean, that's just part of fitting fitting in, right? Like right. CJ does see that there is chemistry with this unit without him and Dame right now, and he's just trying right. to find a way to fit in because I think he knows that. I think CJ knows that in order for this team to go anywhere, really, you're gonna need everyone everyone else around you to play well as well. So. Absolutely. Um, and it kind of segues into my next, uh, the next thing I want to talk to you about. But I think we got like a, maybe an ad that's coming up anytime now. Four teams remain in the NFL playoffs, and that means only four teams left for you to bet on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TBPN for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So I wanted to segue into this next segment here with the mailbag. Our first ever mailbag. I, I did it by myself, man. And it was tough because right. I, didn't have it, I didn't have anybody to kind of bounce my thoughts off of. It was, look. Listeners out there, my apologies. It was a stream of consciousness. It was just free flowing. <laughs> I gave you what was in my head at the time. Uh, you know, it was Tim's I, I feel, like dear I, diaries, dude. Just you alone it, it with was. your thoughts. And <laughs> it's my just... red shoe diaries. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> That's the only reference I could come up with. I'm sorry. <laughs> it doesn't fit, but I threw it out there anyway. It sort of works. <laughs> but look. Uh, I we, we got a few questions in that I wanted to bring over and, and talk to you about because I'm really curious what you think. Um, so in regards to CJ, actually, uh, Northwest Sports Balls um, ended up asking us this question. So with Simons playing the best stretch of his career at point guard, how do you think that will translate to him playing shooting guard next to Dame? Would that pair be significantly better than Dame and CJ? And does it need to be, or will balancing out the other parts of the roster be enough? And I'm assuming that this is taking, I guess, liberties with the fact that they're assuming CJ is probably getting traded. Right. Right. Let me know if you need me to repeat any of that. No, <laughs> no. I'm, I mean, 
this is what I think about this whole situation. First, Northwest Sports Balls, great name. Awesome. Like top tier, like S tier name. Love it. <laughs> but with Anthony Simons, what, I, hold on. What does S stand for? Like superior, supreme. I don't know. Super. <laughs> Actually, that's gonna be a, you know, Twitter Sweet. mailbag. Let us know. Let us know what S tier means. What the S stands for. But with Anthony Simons, dude, he's playing so well that every once in a while I catch myself, and I'm like, is this the point guard of our future? Because I don't think that Anthony Simons plays shooting guard very well. I don't know if you kind of feel the same way, but I'll say this. Dame and Ant together, I think, is an upgrade over Dame and CJ. And the reason why here, I think Ant is a more natural catch and shoot kind of player. more, Way more than CJ. CJ needs to massage the ball. He needs to dribble the ball more. I feel like what Billups wants to do fits Ant's plot, uh, like style of play more than CJ. Also, I feel like the upside for Anthony Simons, hit, like defensively, is a lot higher than CJ. I know CJ's play was playing some good defense before he got injured, but I feel like Ant's defense lately has been really good. It has. So my vote goes towards Dame and Ant for the future if I had to choose between the two Dame or CJ or Dame or Ant I'm going to go with Dame and Ant and hopefully you get something for that CJ trade so you so you do think that that pair would be better than Dame and CJ for in the like if we're talking two years from let's, now yes let's talk next year let's talk next year next year well shoot let's talk oh man let's talk playoffs in the near in the near in future. the near future yeah I would make the trade anyway even even yeah. if this team doesn't make noise in the playoffs, I think you need to strike when the right trade is available. So it, mm-hmm. it also depends on what you get for CJ. I mean, it's all very situational, but I think the right, right. move is to move on from this Dame and CJ pairing because we've seen it for too long. Yeah. We know how this story ends, guys. So here's my piggyback question that kind of came to me today is you know with ant playing so well he is increasing his trade trade value value, i mean incrementally with every game i mean this this guy's value is skyrocketing right now right is he worth more to keep on the team or is he worth more as trade bait because at this point you're looking at some teams that might be trying to offload some stars because they're thinking about a rebuild or some sort of retooling. Does it make sense to ship off Ant? I mean, I guess it sort of depends on what you get back. If you're getting a certified superstar back, especially if it's a wing like Ben Simmons, I would say put him in the trade. Because would you tr- would you trade would you trade Ant and CJ? Ben Simmons absolutely I don't think Philly does it but I no but in that in that sort of same structure I would definitely do that trade um if we're getting like a Sabonis back I would do that trade too or even Hmm. a Miles Turner I would do that trade too because I think that what Dame needs is a more complimentary player and I don't think we need 
his next best player to be a shooting guard, I think it needs to be some type of forward or even a center. Mm-hmm. It's just... I, you know, I, I think you're right. I, I'm i not sold... Look, with Nurk's play as of late, I'm not sold on the fact that we need a center. I think we still need a wing or a forward. Most likely a forward. Ideally think, a forward. Because I think Nas is filling that role very nicely. Yeah, I agree. I personally think Nas is untouchable. Me too. The way that he's developing and the way that he just sort of meshes with the team as it's currently constructed. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy's like super valuable. Absolutely. And and you know, the, the funny thing is like, I would probably feel the same about Ant if we didn't have like a thousand sh- guards on the team. Yeah, if that wasn't our most strong position. <laughs> For real. Like, you can afford to give up CJ and Anthony Simons and still be okay. You still have a decent cadre of right. guards. Well, let me let me throw this at you. Would you trade Damian Lillard the way that Ant is playing right now? That's For another that, superstar. Because you could get a you, superstar for sure. Bro, for you sure. are opening up some <laughs> gates for me right now that I'm not so sure I want to walk through. Okay, okay, we can talk about it later. Because the it. ire that I will receive for giving you my honest answer Ooh. is maybe uh-huh. not good. That's a good teaser. That's a good teaser. We'll, we'll talk <laughs> off wax. We'll talk off, off wax about that topic. Uh, I'll just say the thought has crossed my mind. I think I think it's crossed I'm a not, lot of people's mind. I, like dark spaces, you know, like absolutely, almost like and NBA. Th- this is Reddit, not Twitter you know? spaces. This is dark spaces. Yes, exactly. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. The thought has crossed my mind, and I got to be honest, I'm still sitting on the fence with it because I I struggle with a few things. But that again, we got to save that for another yeah, we'll pod because we'll we do it. not have enough time for that right now. That is a pod in and of itself. <laughs> <laughs> now. I got another question for you. Actually, a couple. Vegas golfers oh. chimed in and asked us a couple of questions, um, and it's kind of it kind of piggybacks off of what we just discussed. But he asks, when Dame comes back from injury, he says soon, but I I don't I think we know that Dame is not returning soon. So let's just leave it at when Dame comes back from injury. Should we just rest him and coast the remainder of the season since it's a bust and try younger players' chemistry, which I feel like we're doing right now? Yeah. You want me to respond to that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I realize there's a second part, but it doesn't – I might as well let you finish Yeah, this. Yeah, no worries. Um, I think when Dame comes back from injury, I think we should do our best to convince him just to not come back. I think we need mm-hmm. to just have him rehab and get healthy for next I'm year. I'm so with that. And – the way that our young guns are developing right now, their development is actually way more important than Dame coming back and possibly getting eliminated in like the second round than these players developing. Because, you know... Let me me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah. Like I always do. You're good. But let me ask you this. (laughs) If, If some... For some reason, call it a Christmas miracle or whatever. Okay. This squad plays well enough to nab the sixth seat. Okay. Dame gets healthy. What do you want? What do you do? 
what would you like to see the Blazers do in that situation? Whatever Dame wants. Whatever Dame wants. You, I think you you would you would go for it if 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 he wanted to. If Dame wants to come back, and like our team is rolling, okay. Mm-hmm. What did we say at the beginning of the season? We said the way, the way, or rather the recipe for this team to possibly win a championship is that CJ McCollum needs to have like almost like an all-star season. Mm-hmm. Nasir Little needs to really develop. Nurkic needs to go for another level. You know, mm-hmm. two of those right now is almost working out, right? With Nas and Nurk. Mm-hmm. The yep. one that we didn't really suspect is Anthony Simons. If he was playing like this from the beginning of the year, he probably would have been most improved player of the year because he's playing absolutely lights out. And you know, if he got starter minutes, I bet you he would push for an all-star. An all-star ballot. Oh, I'm sure. The way that he's playing. So if you kind of swap out, you know, the CJ prediction for an Ant prediction, you kind of got something cooking and you you might reach the top. So... It just sort of depends on how the rest of this season goes. If we reach the sixth mm-hmm. seed and we're just steamrolling people, and Dame wants to come back, I think you let him come back. I think you're right. But if we're, I think you're right. If we're limping into like the play-in, I'm not gonna feel mm-hmm. good about that. I'm. I would just look at the the Suns or the Warriors and be like, you know, we might get eliminated the first <laughs> chance that that we get in the playoffs. For real. So. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm with you there. I, I really am. I it's just kind of one of those hypothetical scenarios that you know it, it's kind of looking like it could potentially be a possibility. Yeah, I think it is. I mean, it, it it's kind of a pipe dream at this point, but like we're seeing flashes of this team right now. It's like, wait a second, I got to take a step back and like really look at this this situation because this team is actually they're fun and yeah. they're looking. They're looking pretty good. Well, for a while there, I was just looking at this team like, wow, this is really cute. Like, this is, we're scrappy right now. <laughs> and I didn't expect this. And maybe we'll just do this for like two games and stop. But that's cool. That's literally, I've never said that about this team. That's, that's cute. <laughs> but we, wow, that's, that's cute. We've been having a steady <laughs> dose of good play. So it's, yeah. So I don't think it's out of question of whether or not. We could be rolling by playoffs. I think it's a possibility. Might be a small possibility, but it's it's definitely there. But it's there. So you're saying there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yes. So let, let, let me jump into Vegas Golf for a second question. Uh, do we need to make a superstar trade and get rid of CJ or Dame or mm. rebuild around them? And why do we have so many guards? Vegas golfers. <laughs> You're you're speak you're you're preaching to the choir here. We have no idea why we have so many guards. <laughs> we were so excited. We we're like, oh, a trade's coming. A trade has to come. A trade never. It comes. has to. Yeah. I honestly, never I came. think it's just, I, I, what I, I'm pretty sure what I had said on the previous show is that I think it's just an old shit thing, man. Like he had committed. For real. He had committed to the three guard lineup, and he was hell bent on making sure. That nothing was gonna change that, so he <laughs> he loaded up half the roster with guards. Seriously, <laughs> you'd be in no choice. It's like, see, it's working. It's like, yeah, we have yeah, to make it work. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Yeah, this is what uh, we have. Neil, Neil, this it's not really working at the moment. <laughs> we'll make it work. You got all these other guards. 
play them. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think we necessarily have to make a superstar trade. It would be nice if we did. It's just we have to we have to get what is best available. I think that's what it really is. You know what I think? I think if you trade CJ, if you trade Ant or Nas, yeah, or you know any one of those three or a combination of, of the three, I think that's going. It's 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 very possible that that commands All Star Town, right? I mean, Ant I on his potential alone. I mean, his play has been outstanding on on the potential that he still has alone. That's got to command an all-star talent, right? Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. I am. Um, I just don't know what. It would. De- it would depend on the superstar. I think it depends on the superstar. I think the statement like do, like do we need to make a superstar trade? It sounds good, but what superstar are you gonna get? Like, are you gonna get like James Harden? Are no. you gonna get? Russell Westbrook. Wait, is he still a no. superstar? Do you want that? Do you want that? <laughs> is he a superstar? I don't know. Do, I don't think have so. we ever wanted that? I don't. I don't think we've ever wanted that. It just sort of depends. <laughs> like, I don't think Jalen Brown's available. I don't think, you know, um, Jason Brown's Tatum's. not available. Tatum's not available. Like, like the, the list guys goes on, here, right? Yeah. Absolutely. What's old boy? Um, he just. There was a report that said he, he was available. Bradley uh, John, John Collins. John Collins. Now that. That would be a, a good fit. one. That would be a good fit. I just don't know what they would want in return because I don't I don't really know what the Blazers have to uh, yeah. offer because they're kind of strong with their guards already, aren't they? Yeah. The way this question is constructed, not to like pull this question apart, Vegas golfers, but if it was simply just getting rid of CJ or Dame, it'd be a lot easier to answer the question. Mm-hmm. But we know it's not because the part that we really want to trade Sorry, CJ. Is CJ, but CJ is going to come it's, with it's something even, else too. So it's not even that we really want to trade him. It's just the fact that like we'd prefer. You know, we would. Well, he's. Here's the thing. <laughs> we had <laughs> we had said that CJ was the only well the biggest trade piece that the Blazers had this season. But the fact of the matter is, he's not anymore. Yeah. So that's that's kind of the another another predicament that the Blazers are in because I feel like more teams would be interested in Ant than CJ at this point. And you yeah. know, trading trading Ant for all-star talent is going to be tough because you also have to make the salaries match. Absolutely. So, Agreed. you know, Ant's I don't even know how much he makes, but you know, it's got to be less than 10 million a year, right? Yeah. I mean, we could can we? I mean, you're not. Can you're we not also attach somebody like, like eight guards? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not nabbing somebody like Paul George or James Harden or I mean, even Ben Simmons. You know, you're not. Yeah. You're not going to be able to unless you figure out a decent package. And like, you're not going to be able to package five guys for one player. You know, it just yeah. doesn't work that way. Agreed. So it it's going to be interesting, man. I I don't. I gotta say, like my faith. In the fact that a trade is going to happen is waning. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because our biggest trade piece, like you said, has lost value. And that's where it's tough. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There is some trade rumors, though. 
what hit me with him? Uh, the Utah Jazz is. Mm-hmm. Wait, before I get into this, yes. Northwest Sports Balls, Vegas Golfers, thank you so much for yes, contributing absolutely. to the show. We're just gonna make you like semi producers of the show. The, the content <laughs> was great. Keep adding us. Keep sending us ideas because we absolutely love it. Um, the Utah Jazz is interested in Rocco. They're looking for a strong wing defender to acquire before the trade deadline, dude. What do you Ooh. think of this? That's interesting. Because so, I'm not so sure Rocco has been a strong wing wing defender for us this season. Right? I mean, maybe they looked at those that like six five, six game stretch where he was playing great. I mean, I, I haven't looked up the the advanced stats or, or the defensive plus minus or whatever this season. I think, but I think he's still a plus defender. I, I'm sure he is. Yeah. I'm sure he is, but that's it's interesting to call him a strong wing wing defender. Why can't I say that right now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it's interesting that they call that they consider him a strong wing defender yeah. right now because he's not he's just not what he used to be. Well, let me let me tell you this. The Utah Jazz Rocco is like their second choice. Their first choice is actually Jeremy Grant. Okay. And for Jeremy Grant, who they are offering is actually Joe Ingles and a first round pick. I don't okay. So let's just say for some reason they offer the same thing for Rocco. Would you even want that? Would you want Joe Ingles and a first rounder? Well, no. <laughs> because how does that how does that help the Blazers fair it doesn't I mean fair. it doesn't it really doesn't unless you're gonna use that pick to package into another deal with CJ the only thing that I'll say is that I think the longevity of Joe Ingles would be better than the longevity of Rocco so if you wanted to trade him now for a piece yeah, but that isn't... might be more valuable in a year or two I think you take it to me Ingles is just a big shooting guard He's just a tall shooting guard. He is, but I mean, he shoots lights out, man. How many more guards do we need? <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying, though. Like, right. I, I understand right. what you're saying. It's just, yeah. I'm just why thinking are we about bringing like, in more guards? Value. Like, yeah. like any trade that we that we complete should not involve us taking on any more guards. Fair. We have too many. Fair. Had we to bring have too it up, many. Though. Unless 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 we're swapping some, you know, like it just doesn't make sense. Like we need to bring in a, a wing, specifically, uh, more like a three and D kind of guy, or that, a yeah. forward. We definitely a need a forward. three and D kind of guy. And I'm trying to look at the roster here to see like what Utah Jazz even has to offer. I mean, oh, is it? They wouldn't give okay. us Bogdanovich. I wouldn't want Rudy Gay, Daniel House, Royce O'Neal. You know what's funny is in my head, every time I hear Utah Jazz, I still think Paul Millsap. <laughs> Your head is stuck in that, the 2000s, bro. And, and that's how old I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you're old without telling me you're old. <laughs> For real. <laughs> well, you know, there's there's some more news around the league that came out today, and that's um, that Daryl Morey is actually planning to wait until the offseason to make a Ben Simmons trade. 
He thinks he can get more on the market at that time. And that makes sense. But man, what a waste of a season. Yeah. Definite definite waste of a season. I mean, also, for, for Ben. For Ben. And for the 76ers, in my opinion. Joel Embiid is playing like a freaking all-star. He is an yep. animal this year. An absolute animal. He's actually, mm-hmm. like, healthy. In shape. Mm-hmm. He's not mm-hmm. getting gassed in the fourth quarter. I mean, I did not. I did not realize that they called him WebMD. <laughs> did you know this? Is that a real nickname? That is a real nickname because he's injured so much. That's amazing. I mean, not <laughs> that, like the Royal they, not the 76ers. You know, got you. <laughs> got you. I was like, I thought they called him the Process. I'm, I'm so <laughs> yeah, I had just seen that the other yeah. day. I was like, wait a second, WebMD. What? Who's? Who's WebMD? Oh, nice. <laughs> I think, I think that's probably the right move. I don't think Ben Simmons. You're not going to get a lot of traction for him anyway. I think an off season of just quiet might do, do him think, some good. Do you think that waiting that long may hurt his value though? I don't even think so. further. I don't it's think not so. going to improve it. I think it, it won't improve his value. I think what's hurting it most is that. The 76ers season is really good right now. So yeah. the media is clamoring. They want a trade to happen. They're bothering well, them about Ben Simmons. And the more that they bother and the more that the trade doesn't happen and the more they, that they ask Ben Simmons, the more his value really tanks. So I think Maury needs this offseason for just it to be quiet. Yeah, you might be You know right. what I mean? But, but also, it's the fact that they don't need him. Yeah. They really they don't. don't need him, which they don't. is crazy. Yeah, they're playing great. They're playing great. They've unlocked something. Seriously, I'm sure. That, yes, and they're, they have. They've leveled them. So lucky that that Maxi, like, panned out. <laughs> yeah, because he's nice. Seriously, super nice. Um, moving into the next bit of news, I saw uh, per Bleacher Report. Since you mentioned James Harden. He's interested in exploring other opportunities in free agency this summer. Citing frustration with Kyrie Irving's status <laughs> as a part-time player. Also, Nash's rotations as reasons. <laughs> I mean, you, you had to have seen this coming, right? Like, somebody had to have seen this. Isn't it ironic that James Harden didn't sign an extension? And then there's a new there's news that Ben Simmons isn't gonna get traded until the offseason. And that Daryl Morey, that James Harden and Daryl Morey, that Houston connection. I mean, you're just kind of Dude. It's gonna are, are you happen, looking bro. at your tea leaves again? Are you I reading am, your tea dude. leaves? Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Clero. Um, that's Clero. <laughs> that's that's interesting, man. If that right? happens, if that happens. The 76ers are the new Brooklyn Nets, only better. Yeah. I actually like the trade for both sides. Like, a lot. Yes, but I think the 76ers come out on top with that trade. Ooh. I do, just because yeah. they're a more cohesive team. They've been playing together longer. They have I think I would a, agree. They have an unstoppable force with Joel Embiid. Like, they... They, they've got more talent on their roster. I mean, yes, they have the Nets are, have arguably, you know, two of the 
maybe most dynamic, exciting, talented players in maybe all of NBA lore. But right, I still think the the 76ers come out on top on that one. Yeah, I you know the more that I think about it, the more I agree with you. I like that Ben Simmons brings some defense to like Brooklyn, but yeah. I just think it's super interesting that both of if these that pieces happens, come out man, at the same time, dude. If that happens, you're getting promoted. What's up? But on that note, <laughs> thanks for not leaving me hanging yes, on sir. this episode. Big shout out to you and wherever my other host, co-host, Eric the Encyclopedia Foster is. We hope you are safe and well. Um, but shout outs to the Basketball Podcast Network, DraftKings, and especially you, our listeners, Twitter followers, and Bucket Busters. You make it so easy to keep stepping up to this mic. Keep reaching out to us on Twitter, at BustedBucket, with your comments and questions. We love building community with you all. Don't forget to rate, follow, and subscribe if you're digging what we're saying. Be good to each other, Rip City. We'll catch you next time on the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening.